Jean Finale, singer, songwriter. I'm coming to you about a week early for next week's podcast. Today is Wednesday. It is, what is it today? Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. No, I'm sorry, it's Thursday. But um, it's Thursday before the, the next one I'll be putting out. And I, now I need to check the date because I was bothering me a little bit. When is it? Why can't I find the date today? I have to go to, oh, my calendar. Oh, it's a third. I should know that because I just paid my bills. Okay, so it is Thursday, and I have a podcast coming out tomorrow. But I wanted to do next week's a little bit early because I had some things in my mind, and I kind of think you guys are getting used to my uh, infamous podcast where I just come out and I will tell you right right where I'm at at that moment where I think they're kind of the best ones but I got told today at the doctors that um, I'll die if I catch this this uh, pandemic virus that's going around and that my body has been fighting it off and I knew I was feeling really really sick and I had said that on here when I go out I come home and first it was just like stuffy nose kind of cold cold effects like you're coming out of the cold and then it would go away which is kind of what everyone else is dealing with I guess but mine ended up being a lot of burning on my body like really bad burning and it almost like overtook me um, about a day and a half ago and I said I really got to tell the doc this so when I went in I did say you know it was that powerful and I thought yeah that hormonal um, hot flashes because I never really had anything bad like that and so after talking to her for a while and then of course her nurse before um, just came down to my autoimmune is trying to fight this off which is you know what I first had figured but I thought geez this is getting really powerful too much like it was taking my body over almost very very scary like so it, it was concluded if I'm getting sick when I go out, then I shouldn't go out, which I kind of knew that and I really hadn't been. But even when I'd have to like run around the corner to order something that let's say it was at Amazon Prime and I would not be near anybody hardly and go get my stuff, I still was having trouble, which is kind of creepy. Even when I'd have to go down to, actually when I just go down to check my mail and come right back up, usually it's pretty good. But if I have to do a lot of running around like through the different floors like one time I had to try to look for my groceries which I know it was delivered promptly I don't know why someone wanted to play a game and move my groceries around because I think that the delivery people are absolutely wonderful and we need to praise them and thank them especially me for for saving my life really literally because I I stayed in literally for about a year when this thing first came out because I knew that my body just wasn't strong enough my body was telling me because I could already sense there was something coming around before it was even here I got an extremely bad cold 
and I just couldn't shake it. And it was just different from anything else. And I had said there, there's definitely something coming around here. And I wouldn't doubt it if next time I see uh, this particular place I went to, I'll be in a mask because it just, it was just completely off the wall different. And this was just a couple months before it was announced it was here. So I'm sure it was already here. But my body apparently was fighting it off then, and, and I did it successfully, but it was really, really hard. So I, I knew to stay in when it was officially announced that, you know, the pandemic, the virus was here. And I seemed to do okay, and I, you know, I got my, my shots and things like that when I could. And um, the first one wasn't bad, the second one was harder. And of course the booster almost killed me, literally. I'll just come out and say that now, because now I know that my body really is having a hard time. And and I dreaded having to get another one, another uh, booster. And I said, I can't imagine how my body will get through that. But in all reality, I know now it's just my autoimmune really is kicking in like twice as hard against my body because it does not know how to handle this. And when it first came out, everyone was concerned about people with autoimmune diseases. and and they're pretty open about it. And I, a lot of these people died. And honestly, I think if I were in the presidency in charge, um, maybe in some of these governors, the first places I would have gone to are the vulnerable. And I would have made sure that they had their food and things that they need. Um, I mean, if you, if you have um, a fragile system, obviously you can't be out in this. So I know checks were given out to everyone, and I think that's great because a lot of people won't work and everyone needs to eat and take care of themselves. But things that need to be ongoing are people like me that really can't get out a lot. And uh, there's many of us, and I'm sure a lot of the elderly, they have very fragile systems too, where their immune systems, I would assume, just aren't as strong as they used to be. And I could be wrong. I mean, people so people are 80 years old and stronger than I am, but... I don't know the reality of that. I know you can get different conditions as you get older, and maybe that breaks down your immune system, but all these poor people that, you know, can't, can't stay indoors. Because what happens when you start ordering things, um, they give more to the people who go in the store, which encourages you to go in there. And I've had that many times. I get tired of not having things come to my door that I need. Um, you'll put it in an order and think you have something coming in and, and you're really thirsty and you're tired and you're hungry and you don't get what you need and then you end up having to run out to the store anyway and come home not feeling well and they should really um, put these orders in uh, first for people who just can't get to the store so not only are we low on food but the prices have skyrocketed and to eat healthy at all. Like me, I have to eat a lot of things organic, where it brings out another story that the only reason my body is like this, where I was completely healthy, completely thriving at 29 years old, was taken down for God knows what, human trafficking or, I mean, and that was only mild at that point. Once you're maimed, I mean, I was just such a vibrant young lady uh, working in Fortune 500 companies that I was by myself, a choice I made. And if you're by yourself, then then your, your eye is put upon in this country of the United States. 
and you are decided upon as to, gee, what can we do with this woman? You know, are we going to use for body parts? Are we going to use for sex? Um, if someone doesn't like you, maybe it starts out for that reason. Uh, could be domestic violence, could be hate. I mean, for my life, I felt a lot of hate crime as this extended on. I had a, I have, well, I don't know if I would say a friend, um, but I certainly know him well. And when you get older and you've left school, they become friends once you're Facebook socially with them. But a, a cop who I went to school with that I've spoken about this to, as to one of my closest friends who I really feel is responsible for the worst of what happened in my body, where I could feel the, the poisons and drugs being put into it. But when I finally got away, they weren't as powerful as what she induced into my body. I really, truly believe. And of course, no one wants to act upon it just in case I've made a mistake in my mind because so many things have been done to me, not wanting to ruin her life. But you know, my life really, and I will never say my life is ruined, but I mean, I, I have said emotionally um, before that I had been crushed and broken, but I will not let someone ruin my life. But they've destroyed my health system in my body. And to do that and get away with it, it really, really concerns me. And when I'm spoken to by the medical people that take care of me straightforward of the position I'm in, and this is only because of uh, hate crimes, really, I guess is what I can come down with. Um, I don't know. I got a lot of attention in high school. I took off uh, to New York by myself, which left people close to me around me uh, feeling um, bitter toward me. So when I come strolling home and I'm already maimed a bit, let's just say they have nothing to do with it. Give them, you know, that granted of, of respect. Um, you know, the, these people weren't taking me in with open arms. So I was open up to hate crime and really not thinking that people that you had once hung around with could really be that hateful and vindictive. But the thought that this girl could do it to somebody else and, and not knowing her reason, I don't think I should have to know her reason. There's no reason to do it. Uh, really concerns me that she's gotten away with it and she's snide about it. And, you know, she thinks maybe this is going to make her famous because I was uh, popular beauty wise in high school. And then I went out and, and even at this point in my life, I have respect from a lot of different um, industries. Uh, and I suppose that would be really cool to jump on top of, you know, go on one of these talk shows and uh, maybe uh, portray it in a different way. I know, I always want to be thought of as being crazy and maybe people needed to take care of me. And boy, that was just so far from the truth. I was extremely independent and I'm not going to lie that I wasn't um, emotionally lonely. A lot of the time I had very many reasons to be, but still I was very high functioning and did very, very well at work. And I was very highly respected at work. So I think I think as far as my music goes, uh, the song A Dream that I wrote that I wrote to my son, who I commemorate uh, because he really deserves a monument and a, such a huge award for standing by his mom with everything I've been through, um, being chased after by these crazy people uh, after the worst of it all happened to me and 
having to run with him by my side to keep him safe from it all, not knowing what they would actually do or the things they're willing to do to me. You don't even want your child near that. But him just standing by his mom and, and just introducing me to healthy food um, as far as uh, different ideas of it that I was unaware of and uh, being there for me uh, financially and emotionally when I needed him. And really never being thanked enough for that uh, by uh, other people when I haven't been able to or even when I do it um, a lot now because uh, we live in a society if a, a woman is shunned, if she goes out on her own and she's bad and uh, you know the, the young boys that are by their mom's side are bad for standing by their mom's side and fortunately I think that I've helped change those those children, giving them room as they've grown up to be adults and give them so much respect and thank them for acting respectively towards their moms and being there for them. And this is a changed world with these men grown up today who are stepping into positions and being different to us, which makes a huge deal. So there's definitely wonderful things happening. I have a beautiful, very respectful man as a son in my life, and I know other women do for all the work that me and other women have done together to make this happen, but it still is bothering me. And, and you know, you can't help it. I can take a punch and have a bruise on a crushed face, which you can see now so much more since my medical team has really helped me unbelievably to uh, get my body to the place where it needs to be, where a lot of the swelling and the, the bones and the structure wants to come back to the way it was. So where it can't, you can really see where I've been hurt. And you know, that's okay. I still think I'm beautiful. I, I'm happy. I love the way I look. I don't care if someone doesn't like the way I look or my body and they want to call me old and haggy and it's, it's from injuries, but that's okay. You know, because you know, I'm not here to look good for somebody else. I'm here to be happy with myself. And if someone doesn't like me the way I look, I definitely don't want to be around them. If it's a love situation for sure because you want someone to look at you and just have that spark inside and that's all they see is that beauty in you. And I don't see that stuff in someone else either. I don't know what this thing is about a, a woman can't just be a person and you like her for her. She has to be this 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 uh, category of looks that she fits into and, you know, and is she accepted in whatever category. Um, but it, it just really... Um, just having someone like you, who you are, and they just, they just like it. Look, period. I mean, oh, what I was saying. Yeah. I mean, when I see someone, I think they're cute. I definitely don't see the lines and, and the wrinkles and the, oh, they might have an enlarged pore over there. I mean, I honestly, I don't know how somebody can look that close unless they feel better about themselves. I just don't understand that. So, you know, don't knock yourself down over all that, that these are people that they hate themselves and they're sick and Honestly, the, it's a sickness. Um, and it's a sickness of people who hurt me. They just didn't like themselves. I mean, I, I, I kind of knew that, but I, I put up with that my whole life because I just, you know, kind of grew up in that kind of surrounding. I was good at everything. And, um, you know, I didn't always have that in the home. And I just felt pressured not to to use my gifts. And it's sad that I, I mean, I had, oh gosh, I was good at so many things, which I mentioned on here before. And, um, same thing when I went to New York and I accepted, okay, I'm not going to use those gifts, but I'm going to work. And boy, I was doing good there too. And I said, that's okay. You know, buy my own place, make money, maybe start my own business down the road. That's all right. This is where I'm at. And I was accepting it, but I just, you know, had a lot of reasons for, for hate coming my way for many reasons, which I've talked about. And 
I guess that just probably was the reason why that wasn't going to happen. But the fact that there is someone out there that made my life to the point where I can't just ignore the the cracked face or or whatever marks are my body internally or externally that you know don't seem to be completely seriously interfering with my life uh, but the ones that that are really seriously interfering with my life I just really feel like I need to address so I just really hope that this girl and she knows who she is and and I want her to know it's not going to end up this happy show where you're going to be this celebrity star that you want to be through me it's just not going to because I'm very serene and sincere serene I think sincere is better <laughs> I'm very sincere uh everyone knows I think by now I have a brain injury from abuse from all this so which did start out in the hospital but that really gets involved and that's really hard to touch that far back with the way people get, can get in there what they can do but but I'm very sincere and it's really hard to get past sincerity so I um you know I'll never not discuss my life or or hide myself like I'm embarrassed of me at all and if i had to become a public person because all of all of it to lead some kind of normal life then that's you know so be it hopefully i'm helping other people in their lives and um the song a dream which um just shows how much um love i have for my son and i really always wanted a child losing my first child 17 at an illegal abortion that i was tricked into being dragged to and drugged by my ex-husband and I'll never forgive him for that and if he thinks he's going to come beat me up for actually saying who it is and you know throw lawyers on me you know so be it I mean I've written everybody uh oh I shouldn't say everybody under the sun I've written quite a few letters to try to get this looked into to help the other little girls that were dragged in there for god knows what reason and you know to try to help them but um is other poor babies bodies and we don't know what happened to them I was far along but but it it was i always wanted to have a child and once i feel like he made me marry him and didn't want to have a baby and not only killed our baby but uh hit me and abused me and then backed me against the wall so he can see other women and i mean he just broke so many straws with me even if i was going to accept the the role of a woman uh, a very young woman in the 70s uh early 80s um it it was just you know he broke all the rules from there and of it so i just um wasn't going to accept it but so i i you know he didn't want a baby about 3 years into the marriage which was the only reason i could think of staying with him because i really didn't love him but i i believed in family and i and i made a a promise to god when i married him in the catholic church that i would stay with him and work it out so i really tried to but he got too physically abusive and uh so I had a reason I could leave them thank goodness you know cuz he was the nicest person to be around but but I I uh when I got pregnant with my son I just no matter how it happened I didn't expect it to happen um it was my child and I just thought oh this is just it took me a second to think about it. I was taken off guard but then I mean we're talking I don't even think it was 2 seconds. I just had such joy go through my body I couldn't even believe it. I just uh just unbelievable. So, um he he definitely is a dream. And even with all the dreams that I couldn't have, um 
he was my true my true dream. And all I ever wanted growing up was was a baby. I mean, ever since I was a little, I mean, I'd look through the uh, Sears catalogs of all the babies and pick out nine or ten babies that I'd ask my mom to have, and she'd say, "Okay." So, I mean, she never had them, of course, for me, and. So I uh, played with my baby dolls till I was 11 or 12. I mean, I really, really wanted a baby bad. So um, I finally had my baby and um, all the other things I couldn't have uh, just really um, meant nothing to me, meant nothing to me at all. And I always really just wanted love, though, in a marriage like my grandparents. I just really looked up to them. I felt like she had everything in the world, beautiful antiques from generations before her and I it just was always I mean we're talking you know these are beautiful people who came from royal backgrounds and I just so wanted to have such a beautiful life like that and um, of course that definitely didn't happen we know now but but I had the dream child so so he was a dream and lady uh lady radio wigwam has been playing me a lot and I really really appreciate it the song of dream as is this is only rock radio which i can always rely on they they always play me a lot and they pick the song of dream they've been playing me a lot for a long time i know i mentioned them on here many times but radio wigwam i don't think i have they are just a fun fun station um they are playing me again uh let's see by the time you get this it'll be friday you might get it in time no wait i'm sorry they play me again this friday well, I'm sure they'll be playing me again another time, though. They put me in regular um, spin time. They've done it a few times, so hopefully they still will. But I really appreciate the fact that they've been highlighting me at a, at a showtime where I can let people know ahead of time. So if they want to have a party and listen to me, I mean, I really enjoy it. I see my picture, my face up there. And to have it spun, period, my song, A Dream, is great. But to have it spun where you can listen to it, and uh, know what time it's going to be on, I should say. And you can be there and hear it. And you can hear the other artists you're played with. And sometimes you can get an announcement, which Radio Wigwam always announced their artists as they come on and go off like the regular FM radio stations. Uh, radio, um, oh boy, I don't want to say it wrong. Radio CBJ. Radio, I think it's Radio CB. Yeah, Radio CBJ. CBJ Radio, they uh, have played me, which I really appreciate too. They are an internet station that won uh, Best Internet Radio from International Singers and Songwriters Association. So they have a lot of really cool indie artists on there. And they did play me this past week, so I'm really appreciative to them. So I would like to thank them. They're a lot, a lot of fun too. So I've been very, very lucky, and um, I have a dream up there for you this week. Um, well, this week, this week that you'll be listening to it for free, where I don't have it under my um, free music, um, except radio-friendly tracks, and that might not be. Actually, yeah, that's not too funny. I think that's the only way. Oh, I'll put it up at SoundCloud for free. Um, I don't put it under my Google. No, actually, I do have it under Google. I don't put it under my Bandcamp. Um, I don't think I have it under Jesse's song either, even though it's written for him, Jesse's song, which is the name of an album I have over there, uh, because I just kind of felt it wasn't um, 
in the right categories of either genre or uh, things that I don't have completely done as this song is done completely and it's, it's done as well as I could get it. So, so I hope that you enjoy it um, when I'm giving it out this week and I'm not doing another new song. I'm working on recording No, 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 and it's a lot of work. I had to practice it every day to get it down just right. I'm doing my Portuguese sways as I did on the Holy Ghost Grounds on Lowell Mass and really trying to bring in that, I call it a little bit of a Latin accent, which my Portuguese family would just down my throat for that. We're Portuguese, we're not Latin. Oh, it's all the same thing. We move nice. So I've been really busy trying to get that down. So and I was eight years old when I was moving on that floor. So I got a lot of remembering. <laughs> so please try and stay safe. And if you have to stay in, don't feel bad. I'm staying in myself. And, um, you know, we're, we're seeing where we're going to go next with my health right now. And hopefully we can make me stronger. So that way, you know, maybe eventually I can go out again. But right now, as it stands, my body's not going to, it's not going to take it. It says, no, you stay home, stay away from all that. So, so I will keep you updated. So God bless you. Lord Jean Pinala, singer-songwriter. Lights came up, fashion became last in my mind. All I could think of was love, the most Thank you.